if we feel comfortable in standing, can we stand to our feet to honor the infallible? That means without error, word of God. Praise ye the Lord. Praise. O ye servants of the Lord, praise the name of the Lord. Once again, this is not a recommendation. This is a, a command. This is an instruction. Verse 2 says, Blessed be the name of the Lord from the time forth and forevermore. Verse 3, which in our busy days we need to remember, from the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. That doesn't mean 30 seconds on Caleb. That doesn't mean our favorite song on Air One. That means us, us is to praise his name. From the sunrise to the sunset, we are to praise his name. That sure corresponds with the Shema, doesn't it? You shall love the Lord your God with all thy heart, soul, and might. You shall teach your children from the moment they wake up to the walking of the day to the moment they are in bed. You teaching them to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, and might. Amen. If we feel comfortable in doing so this evening, can we close our eyes and lift our hands just one more time and just begin to speak to our God. We thank you, Lord God, for your word and your truth. God, that word that supersedes time and space. God, that speaks to the very depth of our lives, O oh Lord. Teach us, O oh God, to worship you more heartedly, God. Teach us to praise you, God, from the depths of our heart. Because we desire nothing more, God, for you to inhabit the praises of your people. And God, let our praise, God, be like the altar of incense, being a sweet perfume, a sweet sense, God. As you, God, as you breathe it in your nostrils, God, let it be from our heart, Lord Jesus. Let us offer up this incense of praise, God, here tonight in Jesus' name. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise? And we've talked about this type of praise. You may be seated this evening. It is so good to see Stephanie and Alvin. Man, it was, it's been good to see them, dear friends of ours. And Lord willing, you're coming back to the Republic of Texas. I am excited. They were like, look at the chickens, look at the property. I said, good, good. Let me tell you about some housing areas being built just around the corner. <laughs> I appreciate them. So we've been talking about the seven Hebrew words for praise. Now you ask yourself, and, and I believe I mentioned it last time, why Hebrew? Why Hebrew? Why do we even know we live in America, our predominant language is English? But English is quite a young language. It's a conglomeration of Latin and Greek and dramatic language going back to its root. But why Hebrew? Well, the entire Old Testament is written in Hebrew. That was a language of Nehemiah, the language going on to Moses, the language of Jeremiah, the language of the minor and the major prophets. The entire Old Testament is Hebrew. It was not English. What we have is the King James. The King James was translated in 1611. We have the purest translation that we can get from that Hebrew. And Hebrew is, is more than just what English has. There's a depth to it. And the essence of God is interwoven into Hebrew words. Every Hebrew word is correlated to the character of God. That's more than our English language can say. Did you know that the letter J 
in the English language wasn't invented until the 1600s. Wow, it's pretty young, isn't it? But Hebrew is ancient. And that is our that is our entire Old Testament. Our God is an ancient God. And to know his ancient heartbeat, I've got to learn his ancient language. Why else learn Hebrew? Well, the New Testament was translated into Greek because it was the scholarly language at the time, but it was the language of Peter, Hebrew. It was the language of Paul. Now, they probably spoke Greek and Aramaic, but Hebrew was an identity language of the Jewish people. We know that Jesus was multilingual. He didn't even need a Rosetta Stone. He invented it. I'm sure when he spoke to a Greek, he spoke Greek. When he spoke to a Roman, he spoke Latin. When he spoke to a Jew, it was Hebrew. When he spoke to the region, it was Aramaic. But why Hebrew is because it is the language of our God. It is the birth of his people, that language. And I want to know his heart. That's why we study it out. That's why it's important that you get a concordance. Because it brings out the root, the etymology, the essence of the word. It means more than what we just think in the English language. And so the seven Hebrew words for praise, we broke down the difference between worship and praise. There is a difference. It kind of melts together when we say it. We're going to praise and worship. Well, what does that mean? Well, worship, as I explained it last time, I've heard it explained before, worship is to God. It's to prostrate. It's to bow down, to be humble, to beseech, to have reverence. It's the essence of your heart towards God. It's to rend your heart, not your garment, to God. That is worship. It is you beginning to carve yourself out for the God that you're worshiping. You're worshiping him because of who he is. You're rending your heart to have reverence to the God that saved you. Now, praise is all about God. It is a physical act. It's highly spirited. It's joyful. It's uninhibited. And as pastor has reiterated so many times, it's foolishness. Uninhibited. It's being a, a total abandon. I'm abandoning all my, my pride. I'm letting go of myself, and I'm praising him because it's all about God. Now, we talked about the first Hebrew, the first three Hebrew words for praise. These are your types of praise in the Old Testament, and it correlates to the New Testament as well. Can anybody tell me the first type of praise? I told you there was going to be a test. What is it? Todah is one of the types, and what does todah mean, Ima? It means thank you. It's thanksgiving. And the beauty of todah, and that's the Hebrew word for thank you, is todah. You would say todah, and your response would be bivakasha. It's your welcome. I remember being in Israel, and there was a poor Orthodox Jew pastor that got caught in the wind of Jerusalem in his poor kippah. Right? His yarmulke on his head started blowing down the street, but never fear. Brother John is here. I rescued his covering and gave it to him. He said, Todah, I said, Bivakasha. I was proud of myself. I got to have community. After that, no. He was like laying it out. I'm like, nope, that's it. Amen. And so Todah is, and, and the beauty as I explain, it's thank you, it's Thanksgiving, but I thank God for what he has done. And I thank God for what he will do. When you say todah, it is an activation of faith. I'm built up on my testimony. I'm built up on my memorials. 
And I thank God for that, but by faith, I tell God, thank you for what you are about to do. That's todah. It is a type of praise. I thank him anyhow. Everything has come against me, my family, my work, I'm broke, everything's exploding at the house, everything has come against me, the enemy has unleashed everything. I'm believing that the devil went to the throne room of God and said, have you tested Brother John? And everything has happened, minus the boils and the loss of family, but I still thank him anyhow. I think that Job said, the Lord give it and the Lord take it away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. He understood that psalm where I praise his name. So we talked about todah. What were the other two that we mentioned? Yada. What was yada? Oh, high five from here. Yada, the Hebrew word for hand is yad. The Hebrew word for finger is etzba. That was just a, a freebie. But yad is hand. Yada means a worship of lifting my hands. Now, yada and todah share some of the same roots where it is a thanksgiving. I lift my hands because I'm relinquishing the situation to God. I'm praising him because I'm going to cast my cares upon him. I'm not going to hold on to it. And I believe I told you last time, yada is completely the antonym of wringing my fingers clinging it, holding it. I'm staying close and tight. Yada is I am free to lift my hand. It is opposite of I'm just cleaning my fingers out of panic and fear. I'm lifting my hands because that God did not give me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So I have toda, thank you. I have yada, I lift my hands. What's the last one? It's the big one. Somebody has been practicing in the mirror. Go ahead, Sister Erica, what is it? I didn't mean to call you out, sorry. You're really getting into it. What is it? Halal. Very good. What was halal? What was halal? This was the big one. Uh, Jaden, back at the camera. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Halal was the root of our word hallelujah, which Brother Hillman said is the highest of praise. It means to be clamorously foolish. Uh, we gave the example that David... King David came into Jerusalem, and he's praising God with the ark behind him, and all the people are praising God. But that inside, I think I told you, there was a rabbi that described it like the praise was inside of David, and it wanted to crawl out of him to the point where he began to worship out of his kingly robes. We know that his wife, Michal, despised him in her heart because of that praise. But it means to be foolish. It means I'm outside of myself. It is a praise within my heart that wants to crawl out of the flesh to give God praise, to give God reverence, to give God honor, to be foolish. Are we not to be a foolish people? Are we not to be different than the world has? Because I'm telling you, the world's got a lot of foolishness when it comes to sports or to clubs or things that are ungodly. But we are to be foolish for the Lord Jesus Christ. As I stated last time, we were made to worship. We were created to praise. It's God's perfect will for us to love him. And when we lock into that praise and worship and our heart is for him, then that we are locked into a perfect will. But if we are outside the word of God, we praise and worship the things of this world. We worship the tantalizing temptation of the God of this world, which is Satan. 
We are made to praise. And all Satan wants to do is be the identity thief that takes away the things of God. He's a grifter. That's all Satan is. But when we give our heart to God, when we love God, when we relinquish ourselves to God, it is a perfect divine will. As I stated before, God cannot lie. God cannot fail, but God cannot make you love him. But when you love him, it is his perfect will. Why didn't he just make us do that? Is that really love? Is that the truest depth of love and companionship that God wanted? When we are just programmed to do that, or it's out of that free will. When it's out of the free will, it is a perfect divine love between us and him. Amen. God says, yep. This is true love. Amen. Now, we're excited. Notebooks are out. I've got pins at the ready. Here we go. The fourth word. Fourth Hebrew word for praise is shabak. Shabak means to shout, to address in a loud tone, to command, to triumph. Let's look at Psalms 47 and 1. Oh, clap your hands, all ye people. Sounds familiar. Shout, Barach, unto the God, with the voice of triumph, Shabbat. Amen, Shabbat, right? It means to shout, to be triumphant. Psalms 145 and 4. Evangelist Simmons, you have your mic ready. Oh, generation, one generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. And that praise is Shabbat. Right? That means to shout, to be triumphant. Isaiah 12 and 6. Cry out and shout. Shabbat. Thou inhabited of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. To shout. Satan loves our silence. Mm. He loves when we have spiritual laryngitis. He loves when we have spiritual aspect of losing our voice. Because when we shout unto God, when we're triumphant, it says the command. When we shout out, when we shout out to God, it's a praise. Amen. Things are activated in our praise. But he loves our silence. That is Satan. Satan says, please just be quiet. Stay in your traditions. Be quiet. Amen. So Shabbat is the fourth Hebrew word for praise, the fourth type of praise. Number five is Barak. So you have Shabbat, and the fifth one is Barak, which means to kneel down. There's power when we kneel before God. Because when I decrease, he increases. In my vulnerability, he shows his wonders. In my weakness, he is ever stronger. It means to kneel down, to bless God as an act of adoration or a salute. Ooh, I like that. I mean, I've saluted many officers in my time. Elder Phillips and I always have this ongoing joke where we have the slow officer salute. Amen. But to salute our God, to salute the commanding general of all the universe. It is a honor of salute. It is a rendering of salute. Psalms 95 and 6. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker. Barach, to kneel. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 20. 
And David said to all the congregation, Now bless the Lord your God. And all the congregation blessed the Lord God of their fathers and bowed down their heads and worshiped the Lord and the king. Amen. That, that blessed is Barak in Psalms 34 and 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. Barak, that's to kneel, to salute, to render his salutes. I will bless the Lord at all times. That means sometimes, right? All times. Okay, does that mean when I wake all up? All times. All times. Even when everything is going wrong. All times. When everything has crumbled in my life. All times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. When I praise, it's that barak to kneel down, that adoration to salute my God. Amen. Number six, Zamar. Are we ready? I like this one, Pastor. This pertains to what I used to do. This pertains to Brother Scotty. Zamar means to pluck the strings of an instrument. So I've heard certain churches say that it's not biblical to do that. But if I look at my Hebrew and my etymology, Zamar, this type of praise is to pluck the strings of an instrument. So when David played his harp that began to scare away the evil spirits tormenting Saul, that was the praise of Zamar. When, when he began to play his harp so beautifully because it was the heart song unto God, it wasn't just for Saul. It wasn't just to go against that spirit. He was praising God with that harp through the string, the instruments. Amen. To pluck the strings of an instrument. Zamar also means to sing, to praise. A musical word which is largely involved with a joyful expression of music with musical instruments. Does that include the drum? Does that include the shofar? Does that include the piano? Amen. Zamar. So when the ensemble is up here, it is more than a, a show or a performance, which we know. Amen. It is to be a praise. It is an activation of praise. It is more than just the beat. It is more than just the verse. It is an activation of Zamar. Praise to God. Amen. Psalms for, uh, 21 and 13. Be thou exalted, Lord. In thine own strength, so will we sing and praise thy power. Sing and praise, Zamar. That's where that Zamar is, that sing and praise. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. Sing unto him, sing psalms unto him. Zamar. Talk, talk ye of all his wondrous works. Amen, his wondrous works. There's a lot of wondrous works that God has demonstrated throughout history and in our individual lives. And sometimes you don't see it, sometimes you don't recognize it, but if you take the time to spiritually pull back the circumstance, you see God's hand in it. And you're aware that God's hand is behind it. Amen. We sing unto him. Now, Psalm 57, verses 8 through 9. Awake up, my glory. Awake, psaltery and harp. I myself will awake early. Early. And then, then you went, what you just said, Wednesday? Amen. 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 <laughs> I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people. I will sing unto thee among the nations. That I will sing the, unto thee the, the praises, and Zamar is placed right there. So Shabak was to shout. 
Barach was to kneel down. Zamar is to play your instruments and sing unto the Lord. Are you ready for seven? This is very close to Zamar, but there's a, just a little bit of a difference. It's Tehillah. Tehillah. I know that you will be practicing it in your car when nobody's looking. Tehillah. Tehillah is derived from the word of halal. Halal. That means I'm singing halals. I'm singing hallelujahs. To sing, to perceive, to be involved in music, especially singing hymns of the spirit or praise. Tehillah is that the highest form. I've heard some rabbis explain that it is the highest spiritual form of singing, where you're singing halals. You're singing hallelujahs. Psalm 22 and 3. But thou art, go ahead, I'm sorry. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Those praises is Tehillah, where we're singing the halals. We're singing unto the Lord. Amen. It is from the depths of our heart. It is purely spiritual, for he's holy, and you inhabit the praises of Israel. I want him to inhabit my halal, to inhabit our praises. Because if God's not in the house, what's the point? If God is not in my life, man, this life, what's it for? It's just hardship without God. Inhabit. That means you are more than welcome to come move into my house. I, I have made keys for you, God. I have a bed made for you in the depths of my heart, and I want you to come live right there. Amen. He doesn't even need, he's, he owns the lease of my heart anyway. He owns everything within my heart. I just got to relinquish it to him. I want him right here. I want him in my car. I want him in my workspace. I want him right here in service. I want him just before I go to bed. I want him in my home. Amen. I want him in the midst of our praises. That's that Tehillah. I sing unto him. Bring him down. Isaiah 61 and 3, and I believe this will be our last verse this evening. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. That garment of praise, that word praise is Tehillah. And I believe that this scripture is for somebody here tonight. Can we, can we read this one more time and just, I want you to take your time and enunciate. You do it anyway, but we're, we're emphasizing it because somebody may have missed what God had inscripted 3,500 years ago for them right here, right now in 2022. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. You mean those that are mourning right now? Yeah. Those that are struggling right now? He's saying Tehillah. He's saying Halal. He's telling Zamar right now to give them what? Beauty for ashes. You mean I am in the midst of my lamentation? Because ashes was a form of hardship and wailing. Lamentations mean it is the greatest type of sadness. I'm lamenting. And in ancient Judaism, and even today, they would take sackcloth and ashes and pour it on their head because they are demonstrating they are in sorrow. And somebody here tonight is in the midst of their ashes of lamentations. 
But it doesn't stop there. The oil of joy for mourning. I'm in mourning, but God is going to bestow in my praise the oil of joy. Anoint me with the oil of joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. That joy that's unspeakable. In the midst of my mourning, I'm to praise him because he infiltrates my pain to give me the oil of joy for mourning. Praise God. Toda. In the garment of praise for the huh. spirit of heaviness. So my garment is not the sackcloth. He's going to exchange that in the great exchange and give me a, a garment of praise. And that praise is Tehillah. He's going to give me a garment of Tehillah for the spirit of my heaviness. Amen. I think he said, come on to me, those that are burdened and heavy laden, and I shall give thee rest. Yes. Amen. What an exchange, a garment of Tehillah for my heaviness that I'm enduring here tonight. That's pretty epic. That's amazing. That's encouraging for somebody here tonight. And that was written in the time of Isaiah after the destruction of Jerusalem. He wrote this. But I shall be called what? In, from my praise. Trees of righteousness. And a tree, as pastor has preached in times past, that is rooted down, that the winds of change, the winds of sorrow, the winds of situation, I don't just blow with the wind. I am rooted down in the Lord. I am planted in the Lord. Amen. The planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. That he'll be glorified. Please, I, I'm in the ashes, but I want the oil of joy. I want the garment of Tehillah for the spirit of heaviness that I may be called the tree of righteousness because God has rooted me down in him that no matter what torrential downpour comes, whatever storm comes, that I am not just going to blow with the wind, that I am planted in God. And this is for somebody here tonight. This is your night. A garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And God is ready He's got it tailor-fitted for you and your circumstances. He has put it together. Just think of it as an illustration for you. He has etched it together and tailored it for you. But all you have to do is just begin to praise him. Hello. Hallelujah. Yada, I lift my hands. I can't hold on to it. I'm not going to wring my hands in the midst of fear and pain. I'm going to lift my hand to relinquish this situation to God. I say toda, that means thank you. Toda lecha, Yeshua. Thank you, Jesus. Toda, Elohim. Thank you, God. I say thank you anyhow. And tonight, we need to remember to say thank you anyhow. Because God has done it once, he'll do it again. God has delivered me once. He's going to do it again. Amen. Shabbat is to shout. Shabbat is to shout. Shabbat is to shout. Barak is to kneel down. Because when I'm before a holy God, I can't even stand. I think it says somewhere in the Bible that every tongue shall confess and every knee shall bow. Every knee shall bow. Even those that deny him, there's going to be a day that they have no choice but to barack before him. And I'd rather do it now in my free will. 
Every atheist, every agnostic, every Satanist, anybody that's ever denied God will have no choice but to kneel in Barak before God. And I want to do it now. Guess what? That, that includes Satan. He's going to crawl. He's going to have no choice but to fall on his face before God. And I want to stand counted at his bride because of my praise. Zamar, I play the instruments. I sing unto the Lord. And Tehillah, where I sing my hallelujah. Garment of praise. Yes, please. Oil of joy for my morning, please. But all I've got to do is just worship. I've got to rend my heart and just begin to praise him. Tonight, if we feel comfortable in doing so, can we close our eyes and lift our hands? I really sense that somebody needs the oil of joy tonight. And I'm not going to let my exhaustion, I'm not going to let distractions. We're going to have an opportunity for God to move. I want a garment of praise Somebody begin to focus on the Lord. Somebody begin to lift your voice. I need, I need people focusing, please. Lord God of Jacob, please begin to move in this place. Begin to praise him in your own way. Some were saying todah. Some were saying yada. Some is halil, halal. Some were saying tehillah. Begin to lift your voice all over this place. God, I need you to move. God, I need that garment of praise. God, I need that oil of joy for my morning. Oh, God, begin to move into this place right now, God. Begin to move on your children. And I pray, oh, God, that your words in the ancient tongue, that ancient Hebrew, God, begin to resonate within the hearts of your people here tonight. God, let the one begin to praise you anyhow. Begin to worship you anyhow, God, despite what's going on. For you are greatly to be praised. Your name is to be praised, God, from sunrise to sunset. Because you are good and you are holy, God, begin to infiltrate this atmosphere. God, begin to infuse into our praise right now. Somebody begin to praise him in your own way. Whether it's yada, whether it's a shout, whether it's a clap, begin to praise him right now. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I pray that these, these words, these words of praise, amen, blessed you. If you want a copy, just let me know. I'll make some copies for you. Amen. It was a privilege and an honor to be able to share that. Pastor, anything you would like to add this evening, sir? Amen. Remember, we have ladies' conference coming this week. Don't forget drinks for ladies' conference. We have service Wednesday night at 7. Pray for one another this week. We, Stephanie and Alvin, we're going to miss you. Please pray for traveling mercies as they go back to the great state of Louisiana. Amen. And we're looking forward to the day that you come home to the Republic of Texas. May the Lord bless you this evening. May he keep you. And think about the church, amen, this evening and your fellow brothers and sisters. May the Lord bless you tonight.